Good evening, good evening, good evening. And welcome to day two of the journey to self. I'm so thankful for each and every one of you that's doing this, this mini workshop. It has such, such good tools that I feel is so necessary in this stage of development that we're in currently. And if you do the work, use the tools, it really will serve you and it will serve your life going forward. You know, so I'm very thankful to be here with you guys and I'm grateful, I'm grateful just in that energy of gratitude tonight, you know. So tonight we start with rebuilding. And what does rebuilding really mean? Rebuilding means discovering now we have seen who we are. We have journaled on who are we. We have seen what our titles, what our labels are. We have looked at which traumas has shaped us. And we have discussed how we're going to show up for ourselves during this workshop. So now what we're going to do today is we are going to understand what our beliefs are and how they are linked to who we are as, as human beings, as people. And it's a really good place to be and it's a really good reflective moment. So the journaling that you're going to do today is so much bigger than yesterday because now we're digging deep into your beliefs. And I'm going to explain it to you again, only how I've worked with it in my personal life and trying to go through the journey to myself. And that's the only way I can teach all of you is because I have done this myself. So who you are or who you think you are is very closely linked to beliefs and patterns that you have in your life. Because you only say that this is who I am because it's something that you resonate with. And what we need to understand is that sometimes Sometimes what we resonate with comes from other beliefs. It comes from other people. It comes from maybe things that society has taught us over the years. So it's not always coming from our true self, our true source. It's coming from exterior sources. So that's why it creates a distorted belief. Because now you have a belief that is not true, that is not your true self. And that's what creates patterns in your life that attract lack, that attract limitation, that attract everything that does not serve you in your life. And what we're doing today is we're really going deep into those beliefs. We're going deeply into old beliefs and what what I call new earth beliefs are. So new earth beliefs are where personal will and divine will are merged into one. 
So whatever it is that you believe, if you believe in, you know, I don't know what you call source, your creator, what you call God. But when personal and divine will are merged, it means that you are merged with source, with God, with the higher power that holds all of us on earth. And that is when you understand that you are divine, you are abundance, you are love, you are not your circumstances. And I want to repeat that again to you and say, you are not your circumstances. What happens with beliefs is some of our beliefs are based around and worked around our circumstances that we are currently in. So if you are currently in a financial lack situation, you then go and believe that you are not abundant. You are in lack. So can you hear what you're saying to yourself? You are speaking that lack back into your life. We all understand, or if you don't understand, you can always pop me a message and say, you know, that you, you don't understand the vibration of an affirmation. But in short, an affirmation speaks into your subconscious mind. It speaks into your subconscious mind telling you what it needs to believe. So if you're going around with a patterning that's saying, I don't have enough, I live in lack, I have limitations, your subconscious mind starts believing it. And that's where your patterning and your beliefs come together. So almost as if, like yesterday I said, you have, there's a pattern that continues in your life. And those patterns sometimes are a summary of past experience. So only because we experienced life in terms of maybe lack in one area of our life. And that can even be a lack of love, a lack of self-love, a lack of worthiness. What happens is those patterns then play over in your life over and over and over again. And it repeats itself, it constantly, that's why it's called a pattern, because it's never ending, it's repeating and repeating and repeating in your field all the time. So what we're doing now is we're getting rid of beliefs that don't come from an authentic space, from a space where you understand your divinity, where you understand your potential, that's where we want to work from. We want to work from a space of understanding our potential. We can't work from spaces anymore on this new earth. We can't work from a space of lack. We can't work from a space of unworthiness and a space of hatred for ourselves or for others, we need to work with new earth beliefs, what I like to call it as new earth beliefs. So 
understanding your greatness, your power and your potential. So we're going further and further into how we transmute the relationship with ourselves. And the way you see yourself is so important to getting on the road to the journey back to you, back to your true self. It's, it's almost as if you want to look and you say, which patterns and beliefs are distorted in my life? And it really always starts with how you see yourself. I know many of you in your workings with who I am, what you've written as who you are. I see a lot of people that are writing things that are negative or things they, they feel are negative. So there's an underlying part of what they're writing that's saying that, you know, actually this is, you know, it's not a good trait, but it's who I am. And let me tell you, there is power in awareness. There is power in identifying beliefs, identifying traits in your life that is not for your highest good or not for the highest good of others. Because with awareness, you are in control. With awareness, you have, you hold the keys and the power to change that and transmute that into something that serves for your highest good. So for example, if you identify that within yourself, you are a person that lacks patience. So you say, I'm a very impatient person. I like to get things done when I want them to be done. And in acknowledging and being aware of this impatience, it's a trait that you can work on. So I always make the joke about when patience is something that you have to learn, it's those people that always get stuck behind a slow car when you are driving on the road. It's always the people who go to the shops and you always find yourself stuck in long queues. It's always, you know, going and trying to do something that seems something that should be done so quickly, but there you are in this long queue, there you are waiting forever to get something done that should in your mind be so simple to do, but yet you are standing there, yet you are behind this car, yet you are behind someone who's now looking and rumbling for change, or you're at a toll point and there's someone now behind you that wants to now exchange something and now they need to call a manager and now the system kicks out and you just find yourself always in situations where patience comes up. But because we are also stuck in our belief, we feel that this is happening to us. We don't think that it's here to show us something. We don't stand there in introspection and say, this is now the seventh time this week that this has happened to me. What is this saying 
about my patterning. We go there thinking, this is happening to me because I'm a victim. Woe me, I had to stand in a queue for so long. I had to sit in traffic. I had to, you know, so it's a, it's a victim mentality. It's a mentality where you need saving from yourself. But now we're moving into a space. We're moving away from these beliefs and coming into our king and queen codes. Understanding that we have the ability to recreate our reality. That we have the ability to change what we see because we are aware of our emotions. We are aware of our circumstances and we are aware that these circumstances that are in our reality right now does not determine where we're going to in the future. If you see someone with very deep trauma, sometimes they feel like I will never get out. And it's a deep one. You get people who, who have lost loved ones, who they felt so close to, so connected to. You get people who have experienced rape or kidnapping or terrible, terrible traumas. And there is a difference between allowing that situation and that circumstance to consume you and become who you are. And there's a difference in taking those circumstances and finding within that circumstance, what can I take from this to allow myself to expand and evolve into a better version of myself? What can I do to create awareness? What can I do to to just change, you know, to make a change. And it's that kind of thing of be the change that you want to see in the world. And that's where it starts. It all starts with us journeying back to ourselves so that we can be that change in the world that we want to see, where we can be the reflection of better beliefs of positive beliefs, of beliefs, that's, of beliefs that are authentic to your soul. So what we're doing today is we are removing, we are removing the beliefs that are not authentic to your soul. Distorted beliefs that you are lack, you are limitation. Distorted beliefs like, I don't deserve this man or this woman. I don't deserve this life that I'm living. Those are distorted beliefs. Those are not king or queen code beliefs. Those are 
beliefs that are holding you back into a trap. They pull you into a trap and, you know, these traps are familiar. They feel familiar and familiar feels safe. It's almost as if change, because change is something that often you don't know what's going to happen at the end of that change. You don't know what's happening on the other side. So you understand that where you're standing, there's change in between. But to get to the other side, you don't really know what's going to happen on the other side. You don't know what's going to happen when you get there. And that is scary. It's a very scary place to be because you have to surrender. If you can't surrender, you can't go through the hurdle to get to the other side, to come out on the other side of change and be stronger for it. So because of our resistance to change and our resistance to surrender, we end up being stuck in familiar patterns, patterns that feel safe. But also, I want you to think about these familiar patterns, these patterns that make you feel safe, and think about the outcome that you're getting. So if you feel like in this familiar pattern, the outcome that you're getting is for your highest good, then absolutely, then you don't need to change your belief. But if at any point in any part of your life, you are following a familiar pattern and a familiar belief that has maybe come from your ancestors or come from different books or come from anywhere else, and you feel like you don't want that pattern to replay in your life again, then it's something that you need to change. You need to step out of the familiar and step into a space where there are boundless opportunities, unlimited potential and freedom Freedom of, you know, understanding that you are not your circumstances. Understanding that you are not your trauma. So I hope you can all see the relation between what we did yesterday and what we're doing today. Traumas are meant and they come into our lives to open our eyes to things, to try and bring us back to who we truly are. Traumas are not there to define what our future holds. And if there's anything that you take away from this workshop, I really want you to think about that, that your trauma does not define you. Your trauma is a lesson 
It's a learning curve. And who we come out on the other side needs to be our authentic self. So our first journaling, our first journaling prompt for today is going to be what are my values and what are the beliefs I want to reflect in my reality? What are my values and what are the beliefs I want to reflect in my reality? So now you see where we're going is we are no longer stuck in the past. We are not going to go into what are my current beliefs that I feel because you know what your current beliefs are. You, if you listen to your intuition, you do know what your current beliefs are. If you look at your past relationships, you can see what sort of patterning sits behind your relationships. If you are someone that's, you know, gone and broken up, gotten back together, broken up, gotten back together, broken up, gotten back together, understand what patterning you are following. I want you to look into that patterning and identify what is it that I want to see now in my reality? And that's the journaling question. So acknowledgement of this is the way and the pattern I've been following. This is the belief I've been following. But what is it that I want to see in my reality now? What is the new beliefs that I want to create? What is it that you want to see in your reality? What is it that you want to see in your relationship with yourself and your relationship with others? And let's work on those beliefs. Life happens in the present moment. That's where life happens. That's where possibilities are, that's where opportunities are, is in the present moment. And that's where I love working from, is from the present moment. And what can we do? What are we doing from this present moment to change the patterns going forward? Let's stop continually going back to identify problems that intuitively you know. You know that going back to that guy every single time, you know that you have a lack mentality. 
you have a lack mentality that there isn't any other guys for me. I don't deserve someone better. And whether you like it or not, whether you like what I'm saying or not, somewhere in your intuition, you understand that it's the truth. So move, move from that. Move from the space of lack and limitation in all parts of your life and see what it is that you want to create in your reality. See what it is that you value. And tomorrow we build on that again. Tomorrow we build on what your values are and how you first will reflect those values within yourself before you see it appear in your reality. Our second journaling question is what tools am I going to use to shift distorted patterns? What tools am I going to use to shift distorted patterns? So I'm going to give you guys three tools and you can decide from these tools, from tools that you've learned maybe somewhere else and not on this course, or tools that you've read about or things that you've been using already. And you can use any tools as long as you identify what are you going to use to shift these patterns. So the first tool that I believe in with all my heart is awareness. When we are aware of what the pattern is, and secondly, we can acknowledge that that is what the pattern is. We then have power to change the pattern moving forward. So you know what pattern it is. Move out of the denial phase of maybe I don't know, maybe that is me. Sometimes I hear a lot of people say, when you ask them, do you suffer from this? Then they'll say, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I could maybe in a little way be like that or 
you know, let's move out of denial and go into acknowledgement. The journey to self, like I said, is not an easy road because you have to face the parts of yourself that are not so nice. You have to face the parts of yourself that believed in something that was totally not what you thought that you believed in. Because you were denying it. You were denying that you believe in it, but it didn't take the belief away. So the first two tools I can give you is acknowledging and awareness. The third tool that I want to give you and it's not a religious-based tool at all. And understand that you can do this in any way is prayer. So prayer, you can even say meditation, anything that you use to connect back to yourself in any language that suits you, in any way that suits you, however you have learned to do that, connect through prayer, through meditation, through introspection, through sitting in introspection with yourself, in silence, being still, using stillness as a tool to shift distorted patterns. You know, often when, when people say that they can't sit in a room in stillness, where there always has to be a TV playing where there always has to be people walking around, where there always has to be things happening because you are afraid, you know? And I say this to you because I was there, you know, I have been that woman that could not sit in stillness. Before I went on my journey, before I had my you know, my, my trauma that changed me, I couldn't sit in stillness without my mind running. I couldn't sit with no TV on or people around me. It felt as if I was, you know, you make up things in your mind and you remind yourself that you are not safe and you come up with all these conclusions and let me tell you it's only because you are running away from your true authentic self i understand firsthand how difficult it is to be still 
but this tool for me has honestly changed everything about my life. And I absolutely know and can guarantee that it can change your life for the better too. So the three tools that I can give you, awareness, acknowledgement, and prayer meditation. Being still. Those are my, those are my tools that I can give you. There might be other tools that you know of, but in your second journaling question of what tools am I going to use to shift distorted patterns, decide, you know, make that decision and say, this is what I'm going to use. And it might not be something you're going to always use. It might be something you use for this week, for this month, for three months. And then after that, you have the ability to change it. As we evolve, the tools that we use will evolve as well. So don't also stay stuck again in the familiar. Don't stay stuck in a familiar tool if that tool is no longer resonating with you, if that tool is no longer working for you. And then the third journaling question is a question that's very closely linked to your new patterns and your new beliefs that you have created in the first journaling question is how does the king or queen in me show up? And I really want you to take time on this question. I really want you to sit and think if I'm a queen or a king, how am I showing up in my reality? You can see how it relates to yesterday's question of how am I going to show up for this workshop? Now I'm asking you, how are you going to show up as your queen or king self? How are you going to show up with these new beliefs that you are creating in your reality? How are you going to show up with them? Are you going to show up by journaling them in a book and never looking at them and never doing anything with them, not using the tools? You know, what are you, what are you going to do with it? And is this how your king or queen in you is going to show up? And I want you to think about in your mind, if you imagine a king or a queen, and not a distorted king or queen, really, if you dig deep into the vibration of what king and queen means, how are you showing up? in your king and queen self? How are you going to show up for yourself so that these new beliefs and these new patterns that you are creating in your life can actually unfold with grace every day into your reality? 
So using one of the examples, if you, if you wanna show up like a queen in your relationship, are you gonna show up feeling sorry for yourself and feeling like there's lack in your life that the person you are with is not respecting you? Are you gonna show up like a princess and feel like you're the victim and cry about it and ask people to feel sorry for you? Or are you going to stand up as a queen and demand the respect that you seek as a queen? So I just want you to play with this idea in this journaling question and see what vibration it invokes within you. It can even be, if you want to imagine it in your mind, it can even be the way you dress, the way you show up, the way you handle yourself. You know, we, we never show up for ourselves sometimes if we are not going somewhere. That's a self-care process is making yourself look good so you can feel good. Not to make other people feel good, but to make yourself feel good. So a queen makes herself feel good, right? So be that and put that in. How does your, how does your queen or king in you show up? How do they dress? How do they communicate? And this is not an ego-driven king or queen. This is a king or queen standing in their power. Not someone driven by ego, but someone who stands in their power. All right, so that that's our rebuilding for today. And I really hope that it served all of you watching live or catching the replay. Tomorrow we will dig into the values and how we can install these values in ourselves first before we can see them reflected in other people. I hope you guys enjoyed this. On Thursday, we're gonna have Dr. Nadia doing the relationship with your body. And on Friday, we're gonna have Rukeya who's going to be doing relationship with others. So some interesting things to look forward to. We are with you until Sunday. So I'm really looking forward to, to the rest of the journey with you guys. Please send me any questions if you don't want to do them live after this call. We don't record people's personal sharings because we can't share those things with others. So you, if you don't want to share even with the other people on the call, you may 
you may email me the questions you may drop them to me on whatsapp if you've got my whatsapp number it should also be all over the social media platforms that we are on so just drop me you know um send me a whatsapp send me an inbox send me an email we'll be happy to answer these questions as we are holding this container for all of you while you are processing this. So always know that you are held in a safe container and that we are, we are here, we are here for you. Thank you so much. We will be stopping the recording now to, to do question and answers. Thank you, thank you for attending and have a beautiful evening. I'll see you all tomorrow.